This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Welcome back to Hour 2 of Gun Owners Radio with your hosts, Dave Stahl, Joe Germisi, and Michael Schwartz. Visit GunOwnersRadio.com with your questions and comments or to learn how to become a sponsor of the show. Time to get involved and get active. Together, we will win. Now here's Dave, Joe, and Michael on The Answer San Diego. Folks, welcome back. You are listening to Gun Owners Radio. New name, same show. We got the same people too. FM ninety six one, AM eleven seventy. The answer. Yep, we got uh, Michael Schwartz, Joe Jermisi, and yours truly, Dave Stahl. And Gun Prom is still on, folks. And we would love you to come out, have some fun with us. Yes, you can wear a mask. It won't be any kind of a problem. We'll have big fans going on all nine yards. But it'll be a great time to come and support the best Second Amendment rights uh, group you've ever run into in your whole life. You'll meet people there, celebrities, and all sorts of great people. So you need to go to sdcgo.org, click on Gun Prom, pick up a ticket, pick up a table, because your support is what keeps sdcgo.org up and running that's right don't let them keep you at home come and have uh, the, the the best time you're gonna have all year yeah. at uh, and, and, and for more information go to gunprom.com too if, if you, that either too. our website or go to gunprom.com all right hey what's the best defense for self-defense and those horrible new red flag laws firearms legal protection mike joe and i use them all right you did that change <laughs> the page i'm sorry oh, talk this about hour. us law shield yeah, this hour is brought to you by our good friends at Cali Key. These Cali Key guys are great. Anybody's trying to work himself out of a job. <laughs> Drop in a Cali Key into your AR-15 or AR-10 to instantly make it California compliant. For more information, check out Cali Key at CaliKey.com. That's K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. And for self-defense and emergencies, you know, they can happen to anyone at any time. And unfortunately, our justice system may not be on your side while you protect your family and property. So U.S. Law Shield is here to defend you 24-7, 365 days a year with the comprehensive self-defense coverage at an affordable price. Bad guys don't take days off, and neither does our coverage. What's your plan after you defend yourself or your family? Consider a plan from U.S. Law Shield. Check them out today at uslawshield.com. That's uslawshield.com. The segment is brought to you by the San Diego County Gun Owners. Go to www.stcgo.org. Join today. Make your voice heard. All right, our our covert blogger is in the house, Joe Germisi, and he wants to talk today about yet another lesson in uh, self-defense. Actually, there's um Detroit self-defense. Yeah, Are you, you know, picking on Detroit. No, no, no. It just happens to be where these people happen to be when this thing happened to them. Um, and this, by the way, Joe, uh, I read this this morning, probably your best blog, probably your best article. You like I, that one? I really enjoyed it. You said that one last time. You did an awesome analysis. Let's and keep raising the bar. It's extremely good information. And I thought, uh, I thought you did a really good job. That was a, I, I had seen that clip before, you know, of the, of the, the lady in the parking lot and, uh, it, you know, really only told half the story. Um, but I really enjoyed reading it and I thought you did a great job. It's called lessons from a Detroit self-defense incident. Well, yeah, thank you. And, um, you know, the thing, because I'd seen that, when I think about it, I'd seen the clip around, but I never really watched it. I just, okay, another one of those things. And um, what caught my eye or caught my attention, and if you haven't seen the clip, what happened 
is um, there was a uh, a couple up in uh, in the Detroit area, and um, they had called. They were going to pick up food uh, or takeout. They're going to Chipotle. They called in the food. The woman uh, runs in, grabs her food, pays for it. She's walking out the door, and her bag apparently bumped a teenager, a fifteen year old girl, who immediately started yelling and screaming at her and then the the girl's mom also jumped in on this and they're chasing this woman back out to her car and um you know not letting her get back into the car and, and the whole thing escalates and what happens is the the woman happened to be a concealed carrier and draws her gun and um and it even escalated a little bit past that and then that then things finally calmed down they were able to get in the car and get away but the um, what really got my attention, or what really made me write about this, is John Correa from Active Cell Protection um, interviewed this couple along with their attorneys, and it's about a fifty-minute or so interview. and And John just did a tremendous job. If um, if you're not familiar with that, I always talk about John and and John Correa and Active Cell Protection. John um, gets uh, videos of crimes. He gets uh, their badge cam sometime, their security videos. And then he critiques them and he goes through them and they're usually between five and 10 minutes long. He does one every day and he'll talk about, you know, what the defender did right, what they could have done better, what went wrong, what the criminal did. And they're extremely educational. They're free. I I urge everyone to follow uh, John Correa's videos on active self-protection on YouTube. How do you spell his last name? Uh, C-O-R-R-I-E-A, I believe is how John spells it. Um, but if you type that in Google, know what you're talking about. And uh, if you just follow him, you'll get you'll get a video every day, and they're extremely educational. But John's um, John's interview with these people was was very educational, like all of the stuff is, and um, it drew out some lessons. And I think there's some lessons that we can learn as concealed carriers here from what happened to those people. And the first lesson that, to draw from that, I think, is uh, you know you you win every fight that you avoid, and um, the, this woman, when they're they're talking to her, the victim, um, they're new concealed carriers. They've been carrying for just under a year. Um, they don't really have any formal training other than the eight-hour class that their state requires them to take. And um, the thing about that is, and they say, you know, her and her husband said they go to the range regularly and they shoot and everything. And that's great. That's, that's fine to do that. Um, but, you know, if you get more involved, you know, I always say people should take at least one or two, if not more, you know, formal classes each year and really embrace this lifestyle and learn this stuff. Because one of the things that, um, you know, and I'm not, I'm not going to Monday morning quarterback this or anything like that. I'm just, you know, pointing out some of the things that could have gone a little bit differently, but had she some, had she had some skills maybe in de-escalating this stuff? Because, um, again, if you educate yourself, um, like I mentioned that book list I wrote about a couple of weeks ago, um, you know, take some time to learn about this stuff. Because what this this mother and daughter were displaying, this was what they call social violence. And they probably didn't have um, any intent in really hurting this woman. This was more of a show. They were going to show their buddies how tough they are. They were going to, you know, slap down this, uh, this other person that from out of their tribe. And it was more of a show of stuff and recognizing it as social violence, as opposed to the asocial violence where a criminal actually does want to hurt you. Um, you know, there's a chance to deescalate that and realizing that these people were behaving irrationally. There's no, you know, trying to talk to them. If you watch John's interview, um, you know, the victim will tell you what, what she tried to say, how she tried to talk to these people. And it doesn't work when people are irrationally screaming at you. You know, so maybe what was the reaction when she pulled her firearm. Um, they, they kept coming toward her for a little bit and then they finally calmed down enough. But, um, 
you know, had she just, you know, just apologize, you know, for, Hey, I'm sorry. I, my fault. I'm stupid. I'm whatever. Well, and people work your time. way. Yeah. And work your way to the car. Cause these are irrational people and you just want to get away. That's all, you know, you know, you're armed. You don't have to try to engage these people. So I think maybe if, if they'd have had a little more experience, a little more training, maybe they'd have thought to do that. And I'm not criticizing her at no, all. No, I'm just no. saying that's what you could learn. And again, that goes with the regular professional training. I always encourage people to do that. If you're going to carry, embrace the lifestyle, learn a bunch of stuff. The other thing that would and, have been and it's helpful. Not, and it wasn't marksmanship. That's not, no, no, they don't, no. they don't need to, she doesn't need to take more marksmanship classes. No. She needs, she needs more, to take more CCW classes. It's which, more about understanding what's going on, your situation, understanding, again, the de-escalation stuff, um, staying out of the situations in the first place. You know, in that case, there probably wasn't anything she could have done with that. I mean, you're going into a store. But, but knowing those other things, having those other skills is a good thing that you need to develop. The other thing is, and I wrote about this a couple of months ago or a year ago, is, you know, if you're going to carry concealed, you should have non-lethal options with you. There should be something between, you know, leave me alone, you're, you're scaring me or something like that, and pulling a gun. You know, there needs to be that something in between. Be the last. This, yeah, exactly. It should be the last resort. And this woman, unfortunately, had nothing from. I think she was she was backing away in the beginning. You know, saying I, I feel threatened. I feel threatened. Leave me alone. Which is kind of classic. What they would probably the kind of stuff they would tell you in a CCW. You know, that eight hour class or something in terms of terminology mm -hmm. or something. Really not helpful in that situation. I wouldn't think. Maybe a little pepper but spray. Pepper spray would have been perfect to calm that, shoot him right that down. Yeah, shoot and, him and then be done. You know, when I wrote about this before, I actually went to a couple of experts. I actually talked to John Correa. Um, I got Morgan Ballas uh, from um, up in Fallbrook. And, Defensive Tactics and Firearms. Yes, and Bill Deasy. And I asked CCW them the question. USA. And they all contributed to the article, and they all pretty much said the same thing. They said, um, you know, you should develop empty-handed skills, you know, some kind of training so that you can do something, you know, prior to having that, to pull the gun, because everything is not a gun problem. They call it verbal judo. There's there's that part of it. That'd be the first part, uh, being able to physically depend, defend yourself if you have to. Mm -hmm. uh, for people that physically can't do that kind of stuff, the pepper spray with training is another great option. Um, you know, had she had something like that, maybe they could have knocked this, uh, this thing out in the beginning right. and ended it. And like the other lesson was the aftermath. If you watch John's interview with them, you'll get a glimpse of what they're going through now. And remember, this woman did nothing wrong. And um, in Michigan, where she's at, it's legal for a concealed carrier to draw the gun as a deterrent. That's not considered deadly force. It's a little bit different here. But in Michigan, that's not considered deadly force. So she really didn't do anything wrong. Mm -hmm. Yet they are charging her um, with... Um, the equivalent, I guess, of aggravated assault is what well, it sounded like. Because she pulled a weapon. Because she pulled a weapon, which carries a potential four-year prison sentence. Um, all the, uh, you know, the dregs of society now are attacking these people. They're being called racist. Um, their internet accounts have all been hacked. Their uh, address, their numbers are all out there. She the media is there. U.S. lawsuit. Well, that's the other thing I was saying. You know, if you're carrying, think about this kind of stuff. If you get into an incident, unfortunately, yeah, the kind of society that we've created now, that's what happens. So, again, legal protection, all that kind of stuff. Think about it ahead of time. All right. Go to uh, www.sdcgo.org weekly for the COVID bloggers information. It's all good. You won't be disappointed. Yeah, great job, Joe. Yep. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. You. You're listening to Gun Owners Radio on FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. 
There's more Gun Owners Radio with Dave, Joe, and Michael to come on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to Gun Owners Radio, educating you on your Second Amendment right. Now, here are your hosts of Gun Owners Radio, Dave Stahl, Joe Dramisi, and Michael Schwartz on The Answer San Diego. Now I'm a man. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Gun Owners Radio on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. California assault weapon laws make it almost impossible to own an AR pattern rifle. What's the solution? Cali Key. It'll convert any mil-spec direct impingement AR pattern rifle into a straight pull-bolt action rifle so it can have all the features without being considered an assault weapon. It's a true drop-in solution. No milling, no aesthetic modifications, and no turning off your gas system. Keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford with Cali Key. Check out Cali Key at CaliKey.com. That's K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. This segment is sponsored by the good folks at U.S. Law Shield. USLawShield.com. If you own any firearm, talk to the good folks at U.S. Law Shield about what happens after the bang. All right, man, who you got lined up? So we have Rick and Jim from Blackhound uh, Optic. Rick is Rick Nair. Uh, a lot of folks here in San Diego remember Rick from RDL Tactical up in Escondido. He's been a uh, longtime uh, uh, face in the Second Amendment industry here in, in San Diego, and he is uh, here to talk about Blackhound Optic. Rick, are you there? I'm here. Thanks you, for having me on. You bet. Thanks for being here, man. It's nice talking to you. And you have uh, your your buddy Jim with you too, right? You want to introduce Jim? Yeah. Jim, are you there? Yes, I am. Yeah, thank you guys for having us on. Totally our pleasure. You bet. Now, Rick, who's Jim? Talk, introduce Jim to us. So, so Jim is one of the um, two head gentlemen that uh, run the company, which is based in Georgia. I can tell by the accent. <laughs> from california oh but, uh, he lives in georgia at the moment all right okay so uh so, so you guys are both with black hound optic uh and you guys may well tell us all about black hound optic go ahead jim you want to take that well, I, yes i was gonna say i guess i'll take that uh basically uh we've been in the scope manufacturing world for about 40 years uh, making uh, complete scopes or components for other OEMs. And about uh, two years ago, we decided that, you know, we would come out with our own line, go direct from manufacturer right to retail, and uh, bring a high-quality optic that's affordable, accurate, guaranteed. Um, and, you know, that's what we've been doing. We, we've kind of uh, we've changed the policies, and uh, we, we just do business differently. Um, you know, real high quality optic. We had a great day today at the range. Um, you know, it's being well received, and you know, we're really looking to uh, to get out here and support the market here in Southern California. Awesome. So, what? Tell us. So, what? What sets you guys apart? What? Uh, why? What, what? What type of buyer is should be looking at Blackhound Optic? Well, yeah, Rick, you want to take that in Southern California? Yeah, so so we're we're not looking for the you know the high end precision night force kind of shooter, right? Um, we're we're kind of geared more for the 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 average guy that wants a quality optic that's going to shoot you know go shoot at the range. Maybe he's going to do a little bit of distance stuff, or 
maybe put a, a low powered type optic on his AR, uh, but something that's gonna that's gonna work. It's gonna um, last and uh, is affordable. So that's kind of the market we're going after, which is it's probably the bigger market in the gun industry right now. You know, you've got the niches one way or the other, but um, we're kind of going for that middle guy that's just you know wanting to go shoot and have a good time and not have to hassle with his gear. <laughs> That's that's the absolute worst. So what's uh, is this something that people buy direct from your website, or, or we, can we find you guys in in local shops, or how does that work? So we we have just set up um, some some great local shops, which obviously you know, Michael. Um, we just set up uh, Gunfighter Tactical on Friday, um, so they'll be stocking our our optics. Uh, we set up BB in Fallbrook uh, a couple weeks ago. So they've already sold through their first order. Wow! And have reordered, yeah, and uh, yeah, great, great shops, uh, both of them. And then we also set up National Armament in Escondido as well. So their first order actually should have just arrived this week. So um, yeah, so we do have several shops here in, in San Diego County, and we're you know working on expanding that um, in the real near future as well. That's awesome. So. They they can also go you know go online uh, you can purchase them through through uh, our website at blackhoundoptics.com. and there's also a dealer map so if they're anywhere in the country you can find somebody there or if you're buying it for a gift and uh, we drop ship uh, and it's all included everything when you look at it there's no sticker shock you you get the price and that's what you pay it includes everything and and the lifetime warranty. That's awesome. Um, so what uh, what's the most popular selling uh, product that you have? You have a wide variety of of optics, but which one tends to sell the most? I would say that our one to eight, our one to eight is probably our best seller, um, and, and we have a six to twenty four fifty. Uh, so it, it depends on the market. If you're, we've got guys that are, you know hunting or they want to do uh you know precision rifle shooting that kind of thing there a lot of them will go to the six to 24 but i think the one to eight because it's just so versatile we ship everything in the box we include a cantilever mount the levels all the tools so literally when it arrives on your doorstep you open the box up and you can put it right on your gun and use it right away you don't have to go hunt for mounts or what fits and what doesn't and uh it retails at 450 dollars uh and everybody that sees it when they guess the price, they they all think it's double that. So it's, and, it's and a lot of value. Yeah. yeah that's, that's our most, most expensive online. Wow. Well, how did they what, tell us a little bit more about the company? What, what, what hole in the market did the company see and how are they, how are they best uh, able to, to fill it? That's interesting. We, when we decided that we wanted to do this, we surveyed 13,000 U.S. shooters. We only worried about the United States. We weren't looking at a global market or what we could sell anywhere else. Uh, went to gun shows, went to shooting events, did some direct mail stuff. But we surveyed 13,000 people and uh, just looked at what, what they liked about their current scopes, what they hate about the current scopes. If they were king for a day, what would they change? And uh, we came up with, um, you know, about uh, about five or six models initially. And, um, you know, that's how we came about including the mounts or including rings with it. Is you know, That was one of the things everybody hated. You get a scope, you're all excited, it comes in, you go, oh, wait a minute. You know, got to go back to the store and hope I get the right set. So 
uh, things like that. And, and, you know, our warranty, the biggest things people wanted, first one was accurate, of course. So we did, we made sure we have great glass in it. Um, and then making it affordable, we found the price points people wanted to be at. Uh, and then having a great guarantee uh, and, you know, no hassle. Uh, if you have any kind of warranty issue, we ship you the new scope first and ship it with a return label to return your old one back. We don't take yours back, return it, fix it, send it back to you. We give you a brand new scope and we take your old one back from you. So uh, at, at, in that price range, it's, it's just, a, it, you really need to, I, I wish that we could drop them off at the studio beforehand so you could have it in your hands. It's, uh, you just won't believe it when you see the price. You won't believe that. Well, that's, I, I think that's the next. That's the next step we got to take. I think you know uh, Joe Jamisi actually does. Uh, normally, this segment we do uh, gear reviews, and uh, Joe's the one that reviews all the gear. And he's, he sounds exactly like your your target market, uh, exactly who you're trying to reach out to. I think we should uh, we should put one to the test and have Joe review it. We'll we'll do that. Uh, I'm in town for a couple more days, and Rick lives here, of course. So. Uh, you know, after uh, after we hang up, get together and uh, figure out the logistics. And uh, I, I have at least two of every model with me right now. So uh, it'd be a good time to get a couple. I'll, I'll put a couple of them in your hands. And uh, when you're done with them, if you want, uh, auction them off or something for the uh, the fallen, uh, fallen officers uh, charity you guys support. There you go. Awesome. Sounds great. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So uh, no problem. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll donate another. I'll donate another new one to it. You can use it as a giveaway to your listeners. That's awesome. Thank you very much. Very much appreciate that. All right. So what's uh, what's your website? Where do you want people to go to get more information? It's blackhoundoptics.com. Blackhound and, uh, optic, like like like, is it hound like, like dog? Blackhoundoptic.com. Awesome, and then Rick, uh, you're gonna you're you're gonna be. Are you? What's your territory? Is it just San Diego? Or are you Southern California? No, actually, pretty much the entire entire western half of the U.S. Oh wow! Well, then we're lucky to have you in our backyard. That's awesome. Yeah, and yeah, uh, we it, also it have uh, we also have a uh, uh, what's called our frontline program, which is designed for. You know, the because of the whole COVID thing, the frontline definition has kind of changed a little bit, right? So it's designed not for just your, you know, law enforcement, military, um, EMT, et cetera, but it's designed for truck drivers, grocery store workers, anybody that's been that essential worker that's had to be at work, out there working through all of this mess that we're in. And um, it, it's a really good program uh, where they can get a discount on the scope um, and they have to go through a dealer. But uh, it's 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 a really awesome program uh, to get them into a product for a discount just to show some appreciation for what they're out there doing. Awesome. Awesome, Rick. Jim, thank you, guys. Go to blackhoundoptic.com. Check them out. Uh, again, Rick's a, a, been a friend for, for years. He's been a supporter of San Diego County Gun Owners for years. Uh, I'm so glad to have you on the radio talking about your uh, your new endeavor, and uh, thank you guys so much. Yeah, well, thank, thank you. And, uh, and we'll uh, get with we'll you later wait. about Yep, yep. We'll get you. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, guys. All right, guys. Thank you. All right, folks. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Gun Owners Radio on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. 
right, folks. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Gun Owners Radio on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right. Thousands of pandemic panic buyers just found out what San Diego shooters already knew. AO Sword Firearms in El Cajon has the widest selection of guns in the county. AO Sword has hundreds of different new and used guns in stock and everything you could want for an AR-15. Whether you are looking for the latest competition rifle, combat pistol, or collectible cowboy iron, you'll find it all at AO Sword. They are also very professional gunsmiths with a full machine shop. They can clean, repair, upgrade, or even customize your gun, including Cerakote. AO Sword Firearms is at 929 East Main Street, just off Mollison in El Cajon. Best of all, they are friendly, informed, and actively support your rights. See for yourself with their legal and technical updates on Facebook. Check out AOSword.com or give them a call at 619-749-4867. And now we have our firearms technical expert, David Chong, on the line. Hey, Dave, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. Everything's different. Everything's the same. Gun Owners Radio. This is cool. Yeah, we changed the name. Uh, You know, it just got to the point where... You know, gun sports radio is fun. It's for the avid shooters, you know, like the Joe Dramisis of the world. But so many people buying guns now, we wanted to change it to gun owners radio so it would fit all the gun owners out there. And, you know, having guys like you on that can really educate the masses in a very, very professional way is truly a bonus to the show. And we are just thrilled that you take time out of your Sunday to give us a call. Oh, I love it, and uh, I'm grateful for the opportunity. There there are so many things to talk about. We uh, won't run out, that's for sure. Yeah, never. I, uh, I, I do want to uh, thank you for the intro. Uh, I do want to say we still have a huge selection of guns. Um, I have been talking to uh, my friends and fellow store owners uh, around the county, and uh, for whatever reason, between our aggressive buying and, and some diversified uh sources uh uh, other shops have just not been able to get in as as many handguns specifically as as we do uh uh, every day we're getting probably an average of five handguns uh and i'm talking glocks and springfield xds and uh 1911s from uh springfield and sig uh uh, pretty much all of the high demand handguns we have people special ordering uh, Glocks, because if you come in, we'll just we'll never have one. But uh, uh, if people put down the money for one, they're waiting between one and three weeks for the exact gun that they want. Because uh, uh, we get them in about batches of fifteen every two to three days, um, and of course they they sell out within an hour of hitting the floor. Well, uh, I heard yeah. from another store that they you could not special order a gun. Well, that's correct. Um, uh, it, it depends on store policy and uh, what the stores are receiving. So, for example, uh, a store that's named after Glocks, um, they are offering special orders, and they say that your expected fulfillment date, if you were to order, say, a Glock 19 today, uh, is, uh, I think, next uh, May. 
that's the latest I heard. Um, for us, if you pay for a Glock 17 today or Glock 19, which is kind of the most popular, uh, we tell you, I can't promise you anything. If you make me promise you, I'll tell you, I'll definitely get you one by 2025. Gotcha. But I, I can tell you by right up to this week, um, there isn't, there hasn't been a single person on our list longer than three weeks. And generally it takes about two weeks for us to get you the gun you want. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Uh, I will have to tell you, somebody texts me and he says, what is that gun store in El Cajon you keep talking about? I really want to go see. Go gun store. <laughs> I said, 99 East Main Street, right off of Mollison. I said, that would be A.O. Swore. He goes, that's it. That's it. That's the one. How many times right do on. I say A.O. Swore? How many times? Pay attention, guys. <laughs> Shoot. Um, something I wanted to talk to, to talk about on the technical side today is uh, our AR-15 builds. Um, uh, I, I think most people know that uh, we, we are a AR-15 specialty shop. We are a manufacturer, and so we build custom AR-15s piece by piece, component by component. Uh, we have not just the largest selection of AR-15 parts in Southern California, but uh, I, I would challenge you nationwide right now to find any website with 45 different varieties of barrel for the AR-15 in stock. We have them on the wall. Um, we have multiple different uppers, lowers, uh, five different bolt carrier groups that you can throw in there from everything from mil-spec to nitride it all the way through, uh, you know, that gold uh, titanium nitride and uh, even rainbow uh, PVD and, and really? lightweight stuff. Um, all kinds of components, every, everything you could want. Uh, and we, it's all U.S. spec, uh, good quality uh, stuff. We'll walk you through the selection process of uh, what you want the gun for, or maybe what price range you want to stick with and, and give you suggestions that you don't, you don't have to know what, what exactly, you know, every single component we will tell you, Hey, well, if, if that's the case that you want to choose between one of these mm -hmm. two and here's the advantages and disadvantages of each one. But as you build those, as you build your AR 15, you're going to come to a, a major intersection in your decision-making process here in California. Uh, uh, the, the powers that be will not let us have an AR-15 as God intended, which is with a pistol grip and detachable magazine. Uh, you, you basically have to choose between the two. So the, the, the choices you have when buying an AR-15, and that's with anybody, not just our custom guns, but anybody in, in, in California, is going to be either a featureless rifle which has some nanny state stuff on it and it doesn't have the cool military looking things. Um, or you're going to choose a locked magazine or sometimes called a fixed, excuse me, fixed magazine. Um, have you guys, have you guys, I know you have AR-15s between the, uh, between all of you. Uh, do you have a choice or do you know what, what have you chosen? Yeah, I went with the, the quick arm, um, or not the cross armory, quick pins, so okay. what I've got basically is the, the magazine locks and then it has to break the action open to drop the magazine out. So that, that's what I went with. Great. So you went with the fixed mag or a locked magazine, uh-huh, Joe? Yeah. I haven't been able you, to, Michael? well, Michael's just stepped out of the room for a moment, but I have not been able to make a decision, which is going to be my next question to you. And that is if somebody like me walks in and would love to have an AR-15, but doesn't have a clue 
what he wants. How many how many AR-15s do you already have built that people could look at and say, oh, I like, oh, I don't like that. Oh, I love this one. Or, ooh, ooh, ooh. How, how do you go about that? Because I'm one of these kind of guys, like you, in your mind, you have a camera <laughs> and you can picture what an AR-15 is going to look like when it's done. I have no film. Mm-hmm. All the film's gone. So, we, most of our customers are exactly like you. And, and, and that's why we have uh, about a dozen example rifles. Ah. With- different paint jobs, different equipment, different configurations so that you can feel them, hold them, look at the optics, look at the ergonomics of the different grips and, and to feel them for yourself. We have uh, trigger testers where just it's just a pistol grip with a trigger and you can feel how the trigger sets and breaks and resets. Um, uh, you can see, touch, hold all of it and, and uh, test it out for yourself. We know, and that's but, really uh, important, too, oh. I think, to be able to, to oh. handle those like that. Because uh, I had a friend of mine had one of the, the fins, I guess, that little device that you put around your pistol yeah. grip to make it not a pistol grip anymore. And it actually, it makes the, the gun harder to hold. I think it makes it less stable, and it, I think it it it's more dangerous, actually, than anything else. But, um, well, you know, that's absolutely. that's what the state forces you to do sometimes, you know. Um, and uh, you wouldn't necessarily know. I would not have thought of that had I not picked up his gun and, and tried that. Right. So uh, it's great that you have so many there that people could handle and, and well, actually try out. Yeah, and this is not a commercial, folks. We're telling you a fact because if you've ever wanted to get an AR-15 but didn't know what you wanted, you know, it's kind of like a car. You know, if you want to buy, build, buy a car, you now you can go online and you can build it the way you want it. And there's pictures and different interiors and different wheels and different engines. And that's important for a person that really doesn't know what they want. And I think with you, Dave, is they, they'll say they look at all 12 and they'll say, well, you know, I like the features on this one and I like the features on that one and I like the features exactly. on this one. Can you put them together? And you'll tell them yay or nay. That's right. Well, the, I want to prime the pump on people's decision-making process here, and that is that when they, when a guy like you comes in and says, I don't even know which way I want to go with this magazine lock featureless, here's the key. Uh, uh, we have several ways of making a gun magazine lock, some of them extremely fast, such as that uh, um, cross-armory uh uh, safe mag that uh, uh, Joe just mentioned, or the juggernaut uh, um, push release. Uh, very, very fast and convenient uh, way of uh, uh, ejecting and inserting a new magazine into a fixed magazine gun. However, I tell all of my customers, if you intend to use this as a defensive firearm, one that you would reach for if you needed to defend your your life or your family, I do not recommend the magazine lock. And here is the, the critical reason why. Uh, one of the most common jams or malfunctions in an AR-15 is a double feed or failure to extract. In that case, the uh, um, you, you need to drop the magazine, eject the magazine in order to clear that malfunction so that you don't feed additional rounds into that jam. And you cannot drop the magazine if the bolt won't uh, go into battery. And so if you have junk blocking your bolt, the bolt's going to be pulled back into the buttstock, into the buffer tube. 
and that blocks you from being able to open up that magazine and drop mm. it. So that's why I do recommend the feature list. But hey, those fins are very, very yeah, unsafe, frankly, because you keep, don't have positive control over your firearm, which is really part of the four fundamental safety rules. You know, keep your gun pointed in a safe direction. You've got to have control of it, right? Absolutely. Um, so we have special fins that actually have ledges for your thumb to grab onto it with a grip on, on just one side of the gun. We even have some that are ambi for our lefty shooters. We've got a lot of left-handed customers. Um, so we can show you more about the differences there, but that, I want to put that in your head that uh, uh, a locked magazine uh, configuration does present a potential issue with a double feed situation where you couldn't get that uh, 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 the malfunction cleared in a timely fashion. Yes. No, and I would agree with that completely because especially if you're going to use it as a home defense thing, something that really has to work, the more stuff you add to it, because uh, even because my magazine release, I've, I've had it work loose a little bit to where it wasn't keeping the magazine in. And, you know, if that happens to you at the wrong moment, not I mean, good. that's not good. All right. Hey, Dave, thank you very much for taking time out of your day. That's 929 East Main Street, just off Mollison and El Cajon. Call them at 619-749-4867. Or if you want to have some fun, go to www.aosword.com. Thanks, Dave, and look forward to talking to you next week. Set them up and knock them down. Take care, guys. <laughs> there you go. All right, folks, you've been listening to FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. Okay, welcome to Gun Owners Radio on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, California assault weapon laws make it almost impossible to own an AR pattern rifle. What's the solution? Cali Key. It'll convert any mil-spec direct impingement AR platform rifle into a straight pull-bolt action rifle so it can have all the features without being considered an assault weapon. It's a true drop-in solution. No milling, no aesthetic modification and no turning off your gas system. Keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford with Cali Key. Check out Cali Key at CaliKey.com. That's K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. Hey, self-defense and emergencies can happen to anyone, and unfortunately, the justice system may not be on your side. While you protect your family and property, U.S. Law Shield is here to defend you 24-7, 365 days a year with the comprehensive self-defense coverage at an affordable price. Bad guys don't take days off, and neither does our coverage. What's your plan after you defend yourself or your family? Consider a plan from U.S. Law Shield. Check them out today at uslawshield.com. That's uslawshield.com. Home mortgage interest rates have dropped, and if you're looking to buy or refi, or if you're just considering a reverse mortgage, call our local mortgage guy that you can trust. Call Chris Wiley at PRMI Mortgage. For nearly 25 years, Chris has been helping local San Diegans with all their mortgage needs. Call Chris Wiley at 619-722-1303 or primeres.com backslash alpine. All right, this segment is Stump My Nephew. Stump Sam My Nephew. The Sam the Gunman, who's also my nephew, uh, happens to be a, uh, what would you call him, Dave? A firearms trivia expert. Absolutely. Yeah, a savant. Without the idiot part, right? <laughs> 
Anyway, uh, all-around good guy at the ripe old age of 20, uh, but we've discovered that he is fantastic when it comes to firearms trivia. So here's what we do. Um, we, If you write in and give us a, uh, a firearms trivia question, we'll, uh, and we use it on the air, we'll give you a... Uh, We'll give you a T-shirt, and if you stump him, we'll give you the T-shirt and a hat. Ooh. Ah. And he is uh, just about impossible to stump. Every once in a while, somebody gets him, but, man, his record is uh, a whole lot uh, of wins and uh, not a lot of losses. Sam, you there? Yep. How are you guys? Good, man. How are you? Um, I'm hanging in there. Living the dream, enjoying the, 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 the beautiful weather? Yeah, it's uh, as we speak, it's getting ready to start pouring down rain here. Oh, geez. Yeah, Sam's back in uh, the uh, Commonwealth of Virginia, just outside of Washington, D.C. All right, ready for this? This is from Barbara. Barbara from San Diego. She says that on January 19th, 2017, the United States Army announced that a customized version of a Sig Sauer P320 had won the Army's XM-17 Modular Handgun System Competition. Were you familiar with that, Sam? I am. As soon as you mentioned the date, I immediately knew where you were going. <laughs> Remember where I was when I found out, that's too. What, <laughs> that's what I figured. Well, that's not the question. The question is, here's what she wants to know. She wants to know what's... So the Army designated... They, so they picked up the six-hour P-320, and they designated one version of it uh, an M17 and the other version the M18. She wants to know what's the difference between the Army's designation M17 and M18. Well, thanks very much for the question, Barbara. And there's really a lot to talk about here. Um, I won't go into too much detail because I'm a little limited on time. But it's, it's a very interesting thing, as military procurement always is, um, especially <laughs> in the U.S., so uh, one of the cool things about this question is that both the M17 and M18 are available for sale on the civilian market through Sig Sauer. Um, and uh, we've had both of them come in and out of the shop that I work at. Uh, the difference between the M17 and M18 is just a half an inch of slide and barrel. That's it. That's the only difference. They both have the exact same uh, frame or grip module, as SIG calls it. They have the same unitized fire control group. Everything else is completely identical. Just the M17 has uh, about a four and a half inch barrel um, and a slide correspondingly long to match. And the M18 has about a, a 3.9, four inch barrel somewhere in there um, and thus a slightly shorter slide. That is exactly right. An M17. <laughs> M17 has a 4.7-inch barrel. M18 has a 3.9-inch barrel, which also affects the overall length, making the M17 8 inches and the M18 7.2 inches. And it looks like, from what I understand, it's 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 the P320 is extremely extremely modular. It's basically like if you were to go buy it, you're just buying the guts. Like the serial numbers on the guts of the thing, right? And you can put it in. They have, I think, one of three frames you can actually put it in. Am I am I speaking out of school there? Or is that right? No, that's uh, that's exactly correct. Um, the the first pistol Sig came up with that had that capability was the P250, which was polymer framed, hammer fired, double action only. But uh, with the P320, the serialized component is the fire control module, unlike in most other pistols where it's the frame. Um, and so the idea is you can swap out slides, barrels, and frames to customize the pistol to whatever configuration you want. Um, that's a system that was actually developed by uh, Steyr for the M and L series of pistols, 
But uh, SIG really took the concept and ran with it. And um, the the aftermarket for the P320 has uh, certainly helped to, uh, to to make that capability useful. And that's 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 a really cool concept, Joe. It'd be like if you bought a Glock and you and, and with you know with with one purchase, you had a Glock 26, a Glock 19, and a Glock 17 all in one. Yes, and it's not just same in slide sizes either. Um, you can also convert calibers very easily. Um, of course, that's something you can do with a Glock pistol as well. Um, they have basically two frame sizes: the uh, large, which are the 10 millimeter and 45, um, and the small, which are the 9, 3, 57, and 40. But um, with the P320 platform. Uh, that that capability is uh, even further enhanced. So adopting the M17 and the M18, do you think they did that because they have different jobs for them or because they have so many people handling them? Um, you know really, what I mean? I is, it, is it more about hand size? or two of them. Um, but interestingly, the Army, uh, well, the Army has gone with the M17. The Air Force and Marine Corps have gone with the M18. I'm not positive about the Navy. Um, but uh, I think it is notable that different services have each selected specifically one or the other configuration. I'm going with the Air Force and the Marines then. I mean, I think that if I'm going to pick between the Army or the Air Force, the Air Force were the first to adopt the M16, right? Uh, yeah, that, well, that was even before it was the M16. They actually adopted um, a select fire AR-15 and didn't even give it an M designation at that point. So the, so the Air Force were right, right off the bat. And, of course, the Marines, if you ask any Marine, they will tell you that they are a way better shot than any of the branches, right? I mean, that's I, I've been told that that's fact. Yeah, I, I work with Marines, <laughs> and uh, they'll never let you hear the end of it. <laughs> well, that's awesome, Sam. That's very, very cool, man. Uh, you, you nailed it once again and went above and beyond to tell us all about the uh, the new uh, the new uh, modular handgun system by Sig Sauer that uh, was adopted by the uh, adopted by the uh, various uh, armed forces. Very very cool, man. Good job. Yeah, um, like I said, it really is uh, an interesting story, and I would strongly encourage all the listeners to uh, look it up and uh, learn more about the various submissions and about um, the pistol that was ultimately selected. Even though I am still a little bit bitter that they didn't pick the Glock. Why are you better? Why why do you think they should have picked the Glock? Uh, without going into to too much detail, um, I think it was a much more mature design because it's had so many decades of refinement behind it, uh, whereas the P320 still had uh, a few teething troubles. And I think that the adoption process was expedited by fears of uh, political pressure. Um, recall that it was officially adopted the day before uh, Trump entered office, and I believe the Army feared funding for the program would be cut as soon as he got into the Oval Office. Interesting. All right. Great yeah, perspective. I got, I got a question. So yeah. what's the weapon of choice for Space Force? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, weapon of choice for the Space Force? Uh, being that they uh, – uh, I'm – Instead of going with the joke answer, I'm actually going to go serious on this one, even though I'm sitting in front of a, a paused episode of Star Trek on the television. Um, the Space Force being part of the Department of the Air Force will likely initially receive surplus M4A1s and M9 pistols um, and then transition to the M18. That's my suspicion. Well, we'll have to wait and find out, Sam. And, and, and then probably transition eventually to a 40-watt plasma rifle. Yeah, that's what they're looking for. Of course, for. a phased plasma rifle in the 40-watt range. What else would you need? What else would you need? Sam, take care, say hi to the family, and be safe.
You guys have a good night. All right, buddy. Hey, folks, we want to thank the Gun Range San Diego for all their support. Go to thegunrangesandiego.com. Firearms Legal Protection at firearmslegal.com. San Diego County Gun Owners at sdcgo.org. U.S. Law Shield at uslawshield.com. Cali Key at calikey.com. Uh, Prime Mortgage at prmers.com backslash alpine.com. The Dillon Law Group at Dillon Law Group gp.com ale sword firearms at alesword.com and thanks to michael joe sam and our digital master brendan thomas folks go to gunownersradio.com for podcast and up-to-date information be safe protect yourself and we'll just talk to you next week right here on sunday from four to six This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl.